for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Come on in, y'all. This is my house, Rosie's house. I throw the door wide open. I invite you in. Come in, sit down, get comfortable. A little chilly out there this morning. Pour yourself a second cup of coffee. Set yourself down and let's have us a little conversation. We got some boudin biscuits going Whoa, right now in the kitchen. Got oh, got some boudin and some biscuits just for all y'all. Come on in. Let's talk about whatever you'd like to try and tackle at your home in this new year, 2020. Give us a ring. The number is... one triple eight. I've just completely blanked it. Seven, I've only been saying it for 15 years. 767-4348. 1-888-767-4348. That's the universal number. No matter what part of the great state of Arizona you're tuned in, if you'd like to join the conversation, 9 o'clock, it's our On the House Hour. We talk about something specifically on the home, and our article this week talks about home safety and hazards and how to prevent them. Text is 411-923, and you can also email info at rosieonthehouse.com. But we have a guest on the line real quick because our promotion team in the Sanderson Ford Transit is down in Casa Grande today, and we've got the director of the event, uh, Renee, joining us on the line. Good morning, and how uh, how was that sunrise in Casa Grande this morning? It is a beautiful sunrise in Casa Grande, Arizona, I tell you that. How about that full moon last night, too? That's a perfect way to start an early morning is that full moon going down and that sun coming up it was gorgeous as we drove down here and got started to get ready for our home health and garden show and the cars are are showing up and there's some amazing offerings for people to come and visit us today and y'all are in a new location we are we are located this year at the promenade of casa grande and that is suite 159 it's on the and north side of the road by the In-N-Out Burger. It's that complex. It, it is. It's, it's just, we're actually just adjacent to the Harkins Theater, and you just drive all the way down in, past In-N-Out, and we've got food trucks, we've got a beer garden, we've got a car show, we've got the home show indoors, there's going to be music, over 45 exhibitors, some raffles going on. And that's on the, <clears throat> when you're driving through on I-10, it's the past, east side. You just take a left off of, or head east on I-10, take a left at the In-N-Out Burger, and follow in through um, to the left until uh, you get to our, you can't miss us. There's cars and tents and everything here. You can't miss the In-N-Out Burger. You that can't is, miss it. <laughs> and you know, an interesting thing, so many people that drive between Phoenix and Tucson have never pulled off on Casa Grande. I mean, it's it's so easy to just drive straight through on I-10. They got it three lanes now through there. You just whiz by. But I tell you what, when I drive through and pull off and drive around, all I see in Casa Grande is opportunity. That is a growing community, and there is there is so much more there that you don't even realize if you just fly by on the interstate. 
I certainly recommend anyone take a stop and take a look around. We have a lot to offer here in Casa Grande. In fact, anyone who comes down today, enjoy the home show. And then when we close up, go grab a bite to eat at one of our local eateries, whether you want to get some steak at Badillon's Cactus Garden or a really good chili relleno at Ricardo's. And then wait till sunset and go see the Neon Sign Park. Okay, I, I want to ask about the Neon Sign Park, but you mentioned Badillon's because we never go through Casa Grande without stopping there and enjoying uh, a fabulous meal. And it is a beautiful cactus garden as well. Uh, what is the Neon Park? The Neon Sign Park is something that just opened up this past year. And we received, uh, the city received, or the Main Street program received some funding to start that out. And we are restoring old neon signs from back in the day in Casa Grande. And it's a, it's a self-guided tour park at sunset. All the signs are lit up, and it's growing every, every year with more signs. Oh, you got to see this. I, I just looked at the website. This is so cool. <laughs> Isn't wow. it cool? Oh, man. And I, if you're interested in scoping Casa Grande out as a potential place to relocate, you better do it quick. They pulled twice as many building permits this year in 19 as they did in 18. It, Pinal County, is catching on. It sure is. And, you know, we have big, wide open spaces here, big sky at night. And, um, you know, we may be growing, but it still has a nice small town feel. That's why I love living here. It does. And y'all are, y'all are attracting uh, great employment, employer opportunities that are all locating in that general area as well. So y'all are doing a great job all the way around. Well, thank you very much. We're pretty proud of what's going on here. And how long does the home show go today? Today it is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And tomorrow? Four hours. Oh, no, it's just today. Today okay, only. very good. So all right. Come today. Well, we appreciate it, and again, that is behind the In-N-Out Burger. You can't miss it if you're driving on ice, uh, I-10. It's on the east side of the street, and it's uh, going on today. And you can catch up with Lance and Jen, and the Ro- they're one of the exhibitors, and the Rosie on the House Anderson Ford Transit, and they've got e-store products. And I'm not—I'll have to verify with Lance, but I cannot remember uh, if which one of the tools there have a special promotion that they're running on for one of our, the 30th anniversary. And, you know, there's a, we didn't even mention the Fresco Grande Hotel that was designed for the San Francisco Giants, their spring training hotel. Best, if you like, best, best place in the world to watch a Casa Grande sunrise and moonset. Is on it, the seventh it, it, store, it said, yeah, the seventh top. floor penthouse suite yes. that's extremely affordable. I can't remember exactly what, but it was worth it. For it, it was less than two hundred dollars. I don't know any other yeah. hotel seven stores up on the penthouse suite is was yeah. more than less than that. They wanted us to experience it oh, when we had our uh, what do you call it? We I, I guess a. We had a meeting there with our partners and homeowners, and it was the most central location between the two major markets and uh, just had a, had a great time there. But if you like baseball, it's a great place. I mean, the hotel's designed to fit the brim of a, a baseball hat. The pool's designed like the bat, just the amount of, of baseball history you can great learn history. around. Casa Grande. All yeah, right. Absolutely. So we've got our topic. This- our topic. Our topic is home safety hazards. And, and how to prevent them. So we started the show this morning. We felt like on a day we're talking home safety. Let's bring in the executive director and the curator of education for the Hall of Flame Museum, 
uh, first responders and uh, started the show talking about what's available to see at that museum. And then we had the landscape hour with Sa Integrity Save a Tree, and we were talking about everyone's favorite tree and had a great conversation about trees throughout Arizona. But what we're talking about in this particular hour is home safety hazards and how to prevent them. If, if you're trying to tackle a project around your home, give us a ring and let's visit about it. one 767 4348 Because we, we'd like to visit with you about the project you're trying to tackle to make sure you're using the right products for an Arizona home, using the right tools, the correct and proper and safe way. And I tell people, people are surprised by this all the time. What's the most dangerous thing a homeowner can use around the house? You think it's a table saw? You think it's a chop box? You think it's a chainsaw? Uh, all of those things could remove a, 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 a finger or an arm or a limb in a, a nanosecond. But those aren't the tools that generally put homeowners in the hospital. Number one tool that will put you in the hospital is your ladder. And because people don't respect the foot of a ladder and they say, I'm only going up three rungs. It doesn't matter that I'm on a four-legged ladder. Only two of the legs are touching the ground. <laughs> it becomes that wobbly table at the, at the diner that you always move and you say well i'm not gonna eat here this table can't even stand up by itself so you have to be careful and then people use the rat ladder wrong so make sure it's securely footed okay all four feet if it's a a-frame ladder or two feet if it's an extension ladder make sure if you're going up the side of the wall that you actually have the extension ladder extending beyond the top of the parapet so as you approach the top of the ladder you can reach your hand on the back side of the parapet and step over many many injuries by a short step ladder a short extension ladder that doesn't reach the top of the parapet and as you get to the next to the top rung and you reach over the parapet and you throw your leg over that parapet like you're mounting a saddle invariably that leg that's left on the ladder kicks the ladder off as you're swinging across so make sure in using an extension ladder you extend it a good two feet past the top of the parapet make sure your a-frame ladders are seated firmly on all four feet and never never come down a ladder facing outwards that causes more accidents than anything you're stepping down you turn away from the ladder and use your heels to come down the rungs of the ladder it is a it is a almost guaranteed fast descent faster than you planned uh much more clumsier than you planned and it will put you in the hospital. So careful with ladders, always face the front of the ladder, keep your hands on the ladder, and never ascend a ladder 
in a pair of flip-flop sandals. If you never ascend in a pair, then you can never descend in a pair. One of the most dangerous things you could possibly do. Now, one of the smartest things you could ever do is get yourself to Sanderson Ford. If car buying is on your to-do this weekend, got to be today because Sanderson's never open on Sunday. And you could be at Sanderson Ford, uh, you know, let's just say you you leave your house now and it takes you an hour to get there. So you're done about, uh, you're there about 1030. You could be done about 11. And then from there... You could be anywhere in Arizona. You could get up to Snowball to ski. They got nine new inches. You could be down to Tucson. You could go anywhere in a brand new Sanderson Ford. But it's got to be today. Never open on Sunday. Man, I've been a Ford man my whole life. And I went and saw Ford versus Ferrari, uh, the introduction of the GT in 66. And now I know why I've been a Ford man my whole life. You can be too. Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale, south of 51st Avenue. It's actually Maryland. Backs up behind Grand Avenue. Sanderson Ford, the only place we buy our vehicles. The final point on ladder is never be in a hurry. That's that's usually why somebody doesn't take the time to make sure it's completely stable on all four legs or two are properly on the ground. If you're using an extension ladder, or that it's properly completely squared against the surface you're going on top of or that you don't have it high enough above the edge of an, on an extension ladder to safely go from ladder to rooftop. Just being in a hurry is usually what starts all these errors to happen. You're exactly right. Uh, my last work injury was a fall from a ladder. And I was doing something that if I'd seen one of my employees doing it, <laughs> I would have fired him. I'd have fired him. <laughs> uh, I can't afford that on my liability. Oh, uh, someone reckless man, as you. What are you doing, you numbskull? But it was at my own home, so there were no witnesses. And I was over, I was on an extension ladder, and I was manicuring some Vega beams that we have at our home that are exposed to the sky and the tops just needed to be sanded and treated and then the, the uh, flashing put back on. And I knew that I didn't have to move that extension ladder, that I could reach that last six inches just right from where I was until I was on the ground with a broken rib. <laughs> Overextending as well. Not, yeah, uh, baby. You know, and never, never put a bucket down and then a brick and then put the ladder on top of that. It's the old bucket and brick trick. It gets you another two feet, but it's never worth it. <laughs> never worth it. And and not taking the time to properly move the ladder to move to the next work area. Uh, you know, that's that's number two. And that's part partly kind of getting in a hurry. That's partly lazy. Just, I'm tired of moving the ladder. I'm not going to get down and move it. I'm almost done. Almost this, almost that. It's it's those those almost and those I'm just and those oh, that oh. won't that. Oh, the day it happened to me, I was doing it simply because no one was there to see. I thought, well, Jennifer will never know I did this. And then I had to yell, Jennifer, come take me to the emergency room. <laughs> I think I broke something. Um, all right, so that's ladders. 
Now, that's not to say that the other tools I mentioned earlier aren't dangerous. But generally speaking, what happens when you start a chainsaw, uh, you quiver a little bit, you swallow real hard, and you know you're getting ready to deal with a piece of equipment that could take your leg off in about a nanosecond. So you're kind of on full alert. Same thing with a miter box, same thing with a table saw. It's, it's, again, getting in a hurry, not respecting the tool that you've got, and ladders are the most emergency room causing event that a homeowner working around the house can get involved in. Almost. Almost. Mm-hmm. There's two other things, but it doesn't really have to do with home improvement, but it does have to do with home safety. Okay. After a ladder, or even before a ladder, the two most dangerous things around your house are unsliced bagels and an avocado. We've, we, we visited with the doctors, uh, Dr. Lisa Goldberg from the Emergency Medicine Tucson Medical Center, and she says, hand cuts from slicing bagels and cutting avocados are the most common homeowner injury she sees in the emergency room. So, what's the lesson when it comes to bagels? Sharpen your knives. Well, you know what? We learned that in Boy Scouts, right, Romy? The most dangerous knife in the drawer is the dull one. Because it's the one you have to work the hardest to get the job done, and that extra hard work on it is when slips you lose control absolutely lose control and you know you can't buy sliced bagels oh <laughs> that would they, be that would be another do they dry out faster though <laughs> oh no, they, may. they may they may now how about avocado and i have to say this is another place i've i've drawn a little blood because i see the the chefs open them and Gary, you do a lot of cooking. I'd be curious to see how you do it. And then you take that nice sharp knife, edge down, and you just whack it onto the seed, spin it, pull it out, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't whack it hard enough, it doesn't sink in the seed deep enough to really do it cool. But you're whacking at it so hard that should you be just a little off... <laughs> If you're holding the half cut open avocado, oh, with you the always are. Yeah, you're always holding it in your left hand if you're right-handed, and you you throw that sharp edge of the knife right at the middle of that seed, and baby, if you're a little off, you're right there at, at the base of your at your pointing finger. Interesting. I we don't have that problem because we I don't ever have a half a, half a avocado anymore with. Uh, Roxy and Landry f- discovering guacamole, we don't have any leftover avocado anytime one's open. So I actually quarter it all the time just to make because it's a lot easier. Uh, but if you're just doing a half because you're only using half the avocado and you're leaving the pit in to keep it fresher longer, you come back to it later and you, you, you do the knife on the seed pit trick, set the avocado on a surface. Don't or find another way to peel it. <laughs> We're talking home safety right now, but we'd be happy to talk with you about a project you'd like to tackle around your house. Give us a ring. Let's visit it up.
depending where you live in Arizona, you might be real close to a home show going on today. There's the home show going on down in Casa Grande at the Promenade, just east of Interstate 10 on the north side of the major exchange there. And we've got the Rosie on the House broadcast promotion team there, Lance and Jen. If you're looking for the 2020 edition of the Rosie on the House home maintenance calendar, they've got hundreds of them down there in the promotional van that they can get you a free copy. Just walk up and ask for one. And then we've got some products from our e-commerce store out on display. And Lance and Jen are there to answer any question you might have about what we do at Rosie on the House. So that's the Casa Grande Home Show. They've also got the Home and Garden Show right here in Phoenix going on. And I'm asked all the time, how, how do you know which contractors at the home show you should seriously consider? And that, that's a hard question, but it's no harder than the population in general. How do you know which contractors to use whenever you're trying to select a home service provider? Uh, there are good and bad contractors everywhere. But if you're at the Maricopa County Home Show, I can tell you this. We've got lots of Rosie on the House home partners displaying their Rosie on the House certification insignia. CYC Landscaping, Durafrome Roofing, Green ID, Irwin's, Isley's, New Flow, Pella, Ray of Light, Ramjack, Todd, Wa- T- uh, Todd Whitaker Drywall, TWD, and Tecna are just some of the Rosie Certified Partners you can find at the Maricopa County Home Show today. Our ongoing topic of safety, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Uh, as far as choosing a contractor, something we're seeing at Rosie Wright Remodeling a lot right now is we're bound by law uh, to pull permits when required. We're seeing a lot of people ignoring the permitting process, just blowing right past it. If your contractor at your house talking to you about your project isn't talking to you about pulling a permit isn't talking to you we have to by law according to when your home was built test for lead and or asbestos if they aren't testing your home for lead and or asbestos they're not abiding by the law they're cutting corners if they're not pulling permits they're cutting corners so if they'll cut corners there and that's their, in their DNA, what's going to keep them from cutting corners on the entire project? So that's one of the questions, trick questions you can have when you're interviewing a remodeling contractor. When you interview two or three of them and you've got it narrowed down to the one who always showed up on time and the one who was always prepared with what he or she said they'd have ready for you to review and they weren't making excuses on why they couldn't get there or why they couldn't finish the drawing or why they couldn't finish the preliminary estimate, just before you select them, ask them, who's going to pull my permit? And you, you as the homeowner want the permit. It's in your interest to have the permit 
in the contractor's name, okay? And then you also want to ask, does my house require asbestos testing? Does my house require lead testing? And if they look at you like a deer in headlights, you now know you've asked all the right questions and you can confirm in your head and your heart that you have the wrong person at your house you're interviewing for the job. Okay? There's some great trick questions on how to keep you safe. If they're not tending to these details up front, they aren't going to tend to the details once you sign that contract. You know, we hear stories all the time about jobs that go over budget and go over schedule. It's because somebody's not paying attention to the details. So I'm about ready to go off. <laughs> and I'm so tired of and, taking uh, phone calls at the office. Well, we didn't use a Rosie certified contractor, but we sure got problems and we want you to come rescue us. I did just have a lady call in and she was wanting to know if she should use a contractor. She wanted to get some work done and um, their license was expired. And I asked her why she didn't just use ours because we do more than just check a license. We check their credit, their history, their bank, their last customers, last 20 customers. So we do a lot more depth, in-depth research than you can by yourself. And then you got Rosie on your side too. And, and you've got to ask why was the license expired? Um, during the Great Recession, contractors quit getting notices. I mean, historically, we always got notices. Your license is due renewal in 60 days. And so it kind of triggered you could take care of it. Well, those notices quit. So I will say this. A lot of good contractors through the Great Recession had little bitty periods of time where their, <laughs> their license was suspended for, not, for non-renewal. We have had an uptick in that because for that yes. very reason. And they just and they thank us when we call them. She asked if it was okay to call them and ask them. I said, yeah. absolutely. You know, it was the holidays for one thing, and then not getting the notices. And the other trick question is you could have a current license but have an expired liability insurance policy. So you want to know from their insurance provider don't don't ask them to provide it you want their insurance broker to give you an insurance certificate that shows that the policy ends three months at least three months after your job is supposed to be finished and then you've got then you got to ask them about course of construction insurance that's something that's never talked about uh, so expensive to be in business. It's uh, and and to legally be in business, I should say. Amen. And one other thing on expired licenses, you don't see this as much anymore. But when they started going away from having a uh, you know a specialty residential electrical license and a specialty commercial, you could get a dual, so you wouldn't have to have two licenses. One license would cover your residential and commercial. Electricity works the same. <laughs> Plumbing works the same. <laughs> uh, trim carpentry works you, you the same. Can, you can get involved in higher amperage and wattage commercially, but it all works the same. So you may in, end up in a case where you let your residential and commercial license go because to get a dual residential commercial license, it's a different number. So they may have let their old ones expire because they have a new dual purpose license. So just checking. You know, when, when you see that, there's no alarm. They're just 
cutting their costs by going to a dual license and having one instead of paying for two licenses. Now, if the company you're considering, you can go to the registrar contractor's website and plug in their name and see how many licenses they've been the qualifying party for. And I would tell you that if it looks like they're going through a a license about every five or six years, it might be a cause for concern. So those are all, we're talking safety, and these are all safety questions you need to deal with before you hire a contractor. And the red flag you're looking for there is is the company name changing every five years because, you know, they go in business, they go out of business, then they just start a new company under a different name and get a different license. And again, those records are still kept online about all those previous companies uh, through the register of contractors. So that's, that's your alarming point there is maybe this isn't somebody that's capable of staying in business any longer than four or five years before, you know, all the the snowball effect kicks in of, you know, getting this job sold and you're using the down payment for the Johnsons to finish the Howard's job over here at this other residence because you over budgeted it and they're not going to pay you anymore for the over budget aspect. So to finish the job, you're taking down payment from this customer to finish this job on this other residence. And you know, that we see that, or, you know, he, he's got a, pay the big note on the boat he bought last week because he thought he was going to close a half a million dollar job that didn't come through. Or he got that big deposit check on the big job and he hadn't gotten any bills on that job yet. So he looks at his bank account and he sees this huge, ginormous amount of money in there and figures a boat's a good way to do it. It's kind of the uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul principle. That is, exactly. So all things we're trying to encourage you to be safe about, okay? Our, our article of the week is home hazards to be safe from. And we've talked about ladders. We've talked about bagels. We've talked about avocados. If you want to know how to be safe, save yourself from the bagel and the avocado attack. You have to go back to the last segment and podcast it to get that. But age, when, uh, uh, when we meet with homeowners, uh, we're often inquiring, as to the age of the inhabitants and the regular visitors to this home and things we can do to accommodate all ages. Of course, what causes more emergency room visits for young children than anything else is falls. And it's generally off a bicycle, uh, a hoverboard, uh, a skateboard. Trampoline. Trampoline, uh, playground equipment. So um, I don't know what to tell you about that. I mean, you can't raise your kid in a padded room. Uh, You know, you got to get them out there and let them learn the adventure of a little adrenaline rush every now and again. But there's there's more safety equipment for kids to wear right now than ever before. (laughs) Yeah, we've got uh, we've got all those things. We've got trampolines. We've got. Uh, monkey bars, we've got swings, we've got pull slides. Horses. And, and you got That's a whole different level mm-hmm. of uh, safety going into uh, you know, mounting your kid on a 1,200-pound animal. So yeah, got to live. As a kid growing up, you didn't you, you, you can't live without the enjoyment of Mercurochrome. <laughs> <laughs> if you're at that. Romy doesn't even know what that okay, is. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was nicknamed monkey blood. I don't know if it ever cured the uh, cut, but mom always it, put it, it on burns. there too as well. It oh, burns. and tetanus shots. Got to have one or two of those in your life. <laughs> That's still a thing. <laughs> Safety. And then when we're looking at, uh, you know, the, an aging population, you know, we're, we're mentioning ladder falls. Well, getting in and out of the bathtub is, and, you know, bathroom falls. You've got a wet, slippery surface. That's a big fall area as well. And there's a lot of new things in construction and aging in place and uh, bathroom products that make that room a lot safer than we were making them for years. We do have on our blog, um, you can find that on our website or you can find it in your newsletter or on Facebook. But there's at the end of the article, there's lots of links to other articles and there's quite some in-depth things to think about if you have an aging in place situation. So um, there's lots of little tips that don't cost a lot of money. A lot. And I'll tell you, uh, when I did come home from the hospital, I, 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 I was challenged in my balance. And more than a couple times stepping out of the shower, uh, it was a slip and catch. I never fell, but it was a slip and catch. And Jennifer had one of the guys from the remodeling company go down and pick up this cushion flooring that you see in a lot of restaurants behind the the bar area, mm. mm-hmm. and she had it cut to the size of the shower so it couldn't slide around and move. I I don't know why every shower doesn't have one of those. And is it like an anti-slip or like if yeah, you absolutely. fall, it yeah. gives you a cushion bounce? Well, it would do both. <laughs> <laughs> it would do both. But just to order a sheet of that and cut it to fit the size of your shower, you never have to worry about your feet being slippery on the bottom of the tile and the soap and the shampoo and... Uh, I'm. I don't know that I'm ever gonna have a shower without that in it. I mean, it's, it's it, like little open hexagons, Romy. You, can you picture that? Like uh-huh. a, a mat, but um, it is a little bit of a um, complicated to clean. Just a little <laughs> bit of a task. You know, you have to remove it. It's a little bit heavy, so you got to pull it out and clean up underneath there. But it is. It has been just foolproof as far as falling. And we also had a a bar put in, so you just can't go wrong with those two things. And our master bathroom, the shower only has about an inch and a half lip. You have to step over to get in and out. And in the hall bathroom, it's a bathroom tub combo, you know, those traditional yeah, sure. style you've seen for thou- you know, thousands of, of homes have them. And occasionally I end up taking a, a shower in the hall bathroom when all six of us get home from a rodeo. You know, it's easier for the two yeah. boys to go in the hall bathroom and the girls take the master bathroom and everyone's you know ready for a shower. Like, Man, this is a pain in the neck stepping in and out of this thing. <laughs> it's what you're used to. Doing what we can today to kind of bring your mind to the issue of home safety. Rosie, we have a couple tips from listeners. Okay. Okay. So one of our listeners emailed us at info at rosieonthehouse.com and sent a picture of this OXO Good Grips 3-in-1 Avocado Slicer. <laughs> so it's a pretty handy tool, and that's a good brand. They're well-made, and it, um, it splits it. The avocado, it has a pitter, you know, a little thing that pits on it. It's all one piece, and it um, slices it into seven perfect pieces and skins it, too. So it's kind of a miracle tool, it looks like. It's just 10 bucks on Amazon. Very good. The Very other good. tip was from our— cheaper in stitches. And, and yes, emergency— <laughs> It's one of those funny things. Kitchen tools, you know, I, I don't like to 
overly crowd the kitchen, but there are some kitchen appliances that are just a one function use, like this mm-hmm. one for avocado. You know what it is? I thought I when I saw that, that's so stupid. I'll never buy that, but I I love it. Is the scissor that has like six blades, so you can cut your green onions. So like instead of having a knife and cutting it once, you chop it with the scissors and you get like six green onion pieces at once instead of one. <laughs> <laughs> I use a ton of green onions. <laughs> Silly scissors. <laughs> one there of my favorite. <laughs> Whatever works. That's right. it's, it's hard not to overcrowd a kitchen with gadgets, that's for sure. Well, the trick to gadgets is using them after you buy them, remembering you have them. But the other tip was from a texter, and he said, don't use a chainsaw on your thigh. Amen. Um yeah, I knew I know a young man who was hurt pretty bad this summer. He picked up a, a saw out of the garage and didn't lock it, and it went across his hand. So. Did the person identify who uh, with the was his name Matthew <laughs> by chance? <laughs> well, okay. all, right, all right, so we're talking, long story. We're, okay, we're, we're, ta- we're talking home safety issues here, and one of the things we do want to bring up because when we visited uh, with the doctor uh, from the Tucson Medical. Uh, program she says you know there there are things homeowners need to know about when to go to the er uh, it's there for a reason and let me just cover a couple of these okay if, if you can't control the bleeding <laughs> go to the er all right loss of consciousness means get some get them to the er if the injured person takes blood thinners take them to the er if you have accidental ingestion, swallowing of something, always visit the ER. From falls resulting in an inability to walk, once you've fallen, you've become partially immobilized, go to the ER. Anytime you're worried about the injury, injury to the eyes or the hands, anything causing severe long-lasting pain, any obvious deformity like bones sticking out of the skin, uh, any loss of sensation, or difficulty breathing. Now, these are all reasons you would consider going to the ER. And I know here in the beginning of the year, you've got your uh, deductible all out in front of you on your health insurance policy. You don't want to use it. And (laughs) so you're reluctant, you're reluctant, reluctant to go see it. But I tell you what, spending it on a thing like this would be well. Let me just say one more thing. If you see our blog and it's on home safety and hazards to avoid around your home, at the bottom of the page, related content, other blogs we've done, living safely in place, things you need to know. Can you afford to make room for your mom and dad at home? 12 low-cost aging in place ideas. DIY FAQs about asbestos, aging in place resource guide, all available at rosieonthehouse.com. Are, are you sending me subliminal messages here? <laughs> yeah, get ready for us. <laughs> um, and I'm going to give everyone a suggestion that I myself don't even uh, know. But it, you were talking about you know bleeding and stopping. Well, know your blood type. I have no idea what my blood type is. I should find out. I I watched uh, Black Hawk Down last night. That was what reminded me of it. First night I've ever been home at my house alone without anybody there. 
since it, I've been married. It was all strangest thing. Yeah, it Locked is. Yes, it is. And, <laughs> and no need to go to the ER if you lost a wild card playoff game. That's hey, we've got a we've got we've got a lot of follow up uh, to do on questions we've received all week long about how to tackle projects around your home, and we're going to get to that in the next hour. <laughs>